There's a cliche often associated with hypergrowth startups that running one is like learning how to fly a plane while you're already up in the air. Or perhaps it's like learning how to change an engine while you're still driving a car. My favorite version of this analogy is that it's like learning how to build a plane and then learning how to fly it and also mastering how to change its engine midair even as you're hurtling at hundreds of kilometers per hour through the air. A great example of such a startup is Uran, which in 2019 became India's fastest unicorn within just three years of starting up. What does it take to build and scale a company in that manner? A few weeks ago, you heard Vaibhav Gupta, Uran's co-founder and CEO, answer this question in granular detail, right down to how Uran looked at the trade cycle of, say, a small mobile accessory shopkeeper in Mysore who got his supply from Bangalore every 15 days or the exact changes Uran made to their warehouses so that they're more efficient. Webov even broke down Uran's execution playbooks and what makes them reliable and repeatable. But what happens when you zoom out a little? The more high-level decisions, what bets to take, which ones to let go, which patterns to follow, what the B2B retail space in India might look like in, say, 10 years, and what is Uran doing to prepare for it? This is the episode where Webhav zooms out and reflects on some of those questions. He's still very sharp and detail-oriented, of course. In fact, you'll hear him say, retail is detail, with an unshakable conviction very soon in this episode. But this time, you'll notice that the larger decisions that Webhav makes for his organization stem from his own strong beliefs and learnings. He's an introvert, but he has learned to discuss even his half-formed, unbaked ideas with his team. He's driven by solving big problems and so is Iran. He's become comfortable with being wrong and that it's a feeling his employees are encouraged to embrace at every stage. We talk about all the mental models, habits and frameworks that drive Webhub and the culture at Iran. And of course, how first principles thinking is very crucial to all of those. Please enjoy the conversation. So Uran, when it started, was, I think, one of the fastest or the fastest company to become a unicorn. Um, three of you obviously came from Flipkart. You had very illustrated, um, storied backgrounds. You went on to subsequently raise more money um, at, I think, a $3.2 billion valuation. And then, of course, then there was this period of reckoning where you had a couple of rounds of layoffs. You have to raise money at a lower valuation. The number that we got um, from our research is 1.8 billion. So you're still a unicorn, of course, which is still a, a massive thing. 1.8 billion dollars is nothing to scoff at. But the arc and from our conversation also, what seems to be coming is like there was this when you started out, it was very ambitious, you know, massive funding, massive opportunity. And then you went through this period of, I think, learning, unlearning, reckoning, where some of that got corrected and now you're sort of rebuilding it with a more 
I think, sustainable, longer-term approach. Hmm. Is that how you see that as well? I mean, I mean, or how do you, as as the founder, process this? Because starting with this very high expectation and then like how to build, what the opportunity is, what our valuation is, and having some of that kind of corrected and then once again, you know, continuing to build. See, there are always all different threads play in the head. I don't think it's one versus another. Uh, there are things which are constant and have been reformed during the last seven years. There are things where we have learned and changed and learned more and right other things we've like oh we were wrong and we have to like you have to do all through those journeys they all stay with you uh, we started with a sense that it's a g very big market inefficient unorganized market will get organized that was the thesis i think that has been reaffirmed every single day right now I do believe Udan is going to be one of the companies which will organize India. I'm sure there will be multiple companies, but I do believe it will be one of them, right? So that thing has stayed. Now, through that journey, a lot of iterations on the business model, where how we started, what do we need, what capabilities, it has changed, and kind of that has become journey. Uh, we've also, we have our, our journey of capital markets, Capital markets in India have had their own journeys. Capital markets across the globe have had their own journeys. We are sort of going through that alongside our own journeys. So to me, I think uh, the the big thing about us is, which kind of continues to excite me and I believe is, is important for shareholders, which I think is their central thesis for anybody coming in this round or prior or even as we, as we think about futures, will be... Everybody knows and believes that it's a very big market. And they also believe it's unorganized and inefficient. Everybody is, including me, is about finding the answer of what is that business model which can actually really capture this opportunity. right? And I believe that for us, we've made a lot of progress. I think, uh, as I said, I don't think anybody has solved it yet. But I think there is an answer that I'm 100% sure. Uh, and I think for us... Uh, I feel good that we internally believe that we are making massive progress towards that answer and it's becoming more real. Now, what that does is it kind of, you bring that visibility to your shareholders, new and old, and they kind of see that and then they make their call. So uh, needless to say, you know, going valuations, uh, growing as well as tight environments, valuation adjusting, yeah, you have to deal with it. You have to deal with it in your head. You have to ensure that you have to, bring it visibility to your organization. They also, employees also feel, everybody goes through, I'm going through myself, right? So, but I think the central idea of there is a big market and there is an answer. That's the most important thing, right? And uh, I learned it from actually Kalyan. Uh, he was a lot of, in many ways, my mentor. Yeah, he told me once that, Viji, the most important thing is to keep the most important thing, the most important thing. As long as you can do that, you have an ability to ensure that you find something great. What is that for you? For me, it is that, you know, there is a massive opportunity behind Udan and there is an answer. As long as we kept that as the most important thing and we kept working on finding that answer, everything else will get settled. Weber, what's your advice as a founder to other founders when it comes to valuations? Because things have corrected now over the last maybe 12 to 18 months, but before that, valuations was one of the way through which a 
a lot of startup conversations happen what's the valuation how much has it gone up through and i think most people do not realize that valuations are merely but an option or a bet on a future growth that you're promising investors right so if you have very high valuations it often means that you have also promised very high growth and at some point very high profits as well uh this realization yeah. is now coming in but what would be your advice to other founders when it comes to thinking and communicating about valuations especially to their employees etc so i won't frame it as an advice i think for everybody the answer is different i can share kind of what goes in my head right uh i believe that uh for any founder or team who's building the company i think the most important thing is intellectual honesty about and focus about do we believe that we have a market a business which can grow and become big and can be profitable right what is that i think that fundamental belief clarity and conviction is important now obviously all of us can have conviction you may not be right but at least you need that conviction and clarity at an intellectually honest way i mean that's the most important thing because once you have that and you are kind of putting every month every quarter in that direction you're sort of moving once you're rooted there you need that anchor ship to then root everything around it right because if you don't have that you i've seen kind of struggles which are which cycles which will become just uh vicious cycles so you need to be rooted in that and then then you need to think about see the value of your share price uh there are important stakeholders who it is important to them and it is really important to them your investors your early stage investors your late stage investors uh, uh your your partners your vendors your banking partners your employees right so i don't believe that you can dismiss it i and i don't think that is the approach at least i have done uh but you have to be very rooted on the anchor like this is what i'm trying to do this is what we believe right once you bring transparency on like this is what we're trying to do this is where we are bring that to employees bring that to everybody there will always be this sense of there is a market clearing value at any point of time and then kind of you obviously try to make sure you do best for your early shareholders as well as your employees but you also have to keep the view of future in your head like you don't want to be overpriced also right or you don't want to be underpriced you try your best to get that and then you be kind of go after assuming you have the business everything will work because then your employees will listen because they also believe there is a business your investors will also listen because they believe there is a there is a business so i think it's important to root over there it's important to root it in the opportunity is real it will get there this is how it will look like and then let the market kind of figure out the right value so i think to me it has to be separated the valuation conversation has to come after the clarity and conviction on the business have you observed any changes in the broader talent market uh, or how employees are seeing careers and jobs with startups especially in bangalore you run a um, well known well funded known startup and there used to be a time where it was bangalore used to be one of the hardest markets 
to find talented people and to retain talented people have you seen any kind of a i think significant change in the way talented employees are looking at what kind of companies they want to join and what kind of work they want to do um so i think rohin i may not have very strong depth on that uh, i think uh, the one pattern which i've seen is that actually two patterns i've seen uh, more on the senior side i don't have the depth on the junior side or early side on the senior side i've seen two patterns there is a set of folks who are a little bit of who've gone through vintages of different startups within bangalore probably like 12 13 years i've spent 2 3 years 3 4 years in few different i think i'm when i talk to them clearly they are they they're in that zone like we have seen enough we get ups and downs right but now i have learned and this is what is the kind of company i want to go to they're far more clearer about it right so far more there is an angle of long term coming in them uh, i am seeing also executives who come from kind of the more established large companies who want to come to i think they're also becoming far more deeper in the conversations about which companies to join what to think what to expect so i think there is a there is a i think that inflow has gotten less from, hmm, from i would assume so because i think that inflow was maximized during the boom years when there was a large shift of um senior level execs from yeah. established companies to startups drawn by the valuation to yeah. 20 like 2013 14 through flipkart when we were through kind of 2020 there yeah. was that period where there was heavy and then i think during the last maybe year or two yeah. there's been a little bit of a reverse migration where i because think, i think yeah. the notion of startup itself in bangalore is changing or india is changing how so because i think that whole journey right pehle there was a sense that uh for a lot of people i think they felt they were looking at external surface level indicators of scaled up media conversation valuation as a confirmation of a great product market fit great business model great organization right but i think in india a lot of the those media or surface level informations were far ahead of the time of the reality of where the underlying sort of companies potential is there but the reality and when people made those journeys in they were kind of they couldn't handle the kind of the expectation they came in versus that and for some of them who kind of had the had the desire and appetite and they were all good guys and i think for the others it didn't make sense switching lines to thinking about careers you've um you did your engineering then you worked um at trilogy then you went and did your mba in the us then you worked as a mckinsey consultant then you joined flipkart and then of course you left flipkart and started odan it's a fairly interesting um set of career choices with the benefit of your own experiences and hindsight what is your um you did not seem to like the word advice so what would be your um I don't know I mean I, I think advice is the closest I can get right for others when it comes to thinking about careers 
सी इतनी भी ज्यादा इंटरेस्टिंग जर्नी नहीं है वो इंजीनियर किया नौकरी करी एम बी ए किया पोटेंशियल पाथ वे यू आर एट मिकनजी वे यू कुड चोजन टू is a very important part in the is a very open very important opportunity uh companies who will be the top 100 companies in india in 2050 right we are sitting in 2024 2050 may 2050 may the top 50 or top 100 companies in india i believe uh, more than half of them would be created now right across any sector right and they are either created in last 10 years some of them and over the next 15 years so i do believe in the context of india creating has a very is is very fruitful right uh so i would say that from a career point of view everybody should evaluate the opportunities to create something now my learning has been that it definitely takes good time to really build something of value and i think that's where i've seen a lot of people not willing to or kind of not being comfortable with that or oh, gee it will take 10 years to build something and I, i think that to me is one thing which i've seen where people kind of switch to 3 years to 3 year things like that which i think people should really really think about especially after they have done sort of 8 10 years of work no you shouldn't switch like after 2 3 years you need to see some cycles of of something at a at a good place with good people you need to see some cycles and that actually i think creates a lot of capability in you to do things i think that's kind of is what i will share what do you feel is what you add most value to odan as its ceo i think one of the biggest roles which i believe i'm playing now which i never thought about is being able to keep everyone in sync of what we are trying to do why we are trying to do what did we learn what did we fail at uh what does this mean what does that mean uh i think keeping everything in sync right and uh, to me is the probably the biggest value and second would be like being able to ensure just prioritization like what's most important right now to focus on what's not i think those two things do you feel that there's been a shift in your thinking about prioritization from your early years at odan to now and mm. i'll explain you said prioritization is about what to do and what not to do mm. right do you feel that i know this is a leading question that do you feel that you're now much clearer about what not to do 
I would say, uh, I would put in the time factor more rowing. Hmm. I think, uh, I've seen that evolution in me and also I think in uh, other people in Udaan. This sense of, you need to give time to something before you actually make a call on it. And thus it gives you an ability to stay at it for longer. I think that's, and the idea of, thus, you cannot stay at 15 things for long. You can do 15 things in a year. Bum, 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 bum. But mm. you can't do, you can't stay at 15 things for a long and keep doing them. And depth, which forces... So prioritization is forces, forced. Yeah. Otherwise, earlier it was like, yeah, you, there are 10 things. Oh, right now, this is important. Let's do this. Mm. Or right now, this quarter, this is important. Do this. But that, that the importance of staying something that long and let the results come out after some time. So naturally, yeah. that leads to no one can focus on many things for yeah, long. And I so think you, those, the, how you derive the prioritization has changed. I'll stick with the same question. Do you find it easier to say no to things today than when you did earlier on? I mean, when people come to you and say, to use your same example, 15 things. We need to do those 15 things. Now, the person making... The recommendation 15 and recommendation 14 will have a very strong use case as to why we should invest time, mon uh, money, effort, resources into that. But as a business, you will have to have some point say, no, I mean, we will not do that. When you're starting a business as a founder, you don't want to do that because it's like the world looks like your oyster. Yes, let's do this. This could also work. This could also work, etc. So this is the shift that I'm trying to understand, right? When I, I I'm, I'm sure different people are different. For me, I think uh, one of the things I would say, Amod, Sujit, and I, and I think very like the large eight nine people, early part of Odan team, founding team. I think one of the things we all cherished was authenticity and transparency to our best of our abilities, right? I think that And so it was never hard to have uh, hard conversations. It was like, I think generally it was style that all these things are clear, this is clear, now we are And I think that was the same kind of style which went with our investors as well. So the type of investors we brought were also of that that approach. So I don't think it has been that has changed. Kiar, acha ye ab kar rahe hai, nahi kar rahe hai. I think it it is very important to be visible. Ki tumhare andar kya change aa hai. And I think that I have become more visible about. Pehle I'm a very introvert. Dimag mein chalta rahega. Fir acha ye kar dete hai. Yeah. Wh what is that? You just said the change in you has become more visible. पहले मैं ये था कि मेरे दिमाग में कुछ चल रहा है मैं उसी को करता रहूँगा और फिर अच्छा चलो ये करते हैं। वैसे noodle a lot but not very visible with my noodling thought process. Now I'm a lot more visible with my unbaked noodling thought process and ये सोच रहा हूँ। So others understand as well. So I think that's important कि you have to be more visible about and I think that's an evolution for me. I had seen other people. I saw Bajal doing it very well. I saw Bajal doing it almost like a magician. Like he will come across into something as ki you would not seem ki yaar. So this is, is this your investor, yeah, Bajal, Bajal yeah. yeah. He would come across like you sit in a room, like you talk to him and he will, he'll say share ideas which he is not clear about. He's got 
going on in his head and then it locked you like oh okay you learned so much about what he's doing but it's not yet and so you know what is going in his head and i think i learned a lot from that yeah what is your span of control at run how many people report to you i think will be about somewhere it always stayed in the zone of 8 to 10 for a longish period of time. what would most of them agree about you as a manager as a manager or as I a think, ceo i mean i think they will open-ended. mostly agree that uh i care about the depth of the answer and that's the most important thing to me not iterations uh, not speed of response no. that's one second is i care about actions so there is an imp- some level of impatience i have if actions aren't happening um those two things right in the broader organization your colleagues could you tell us what are three most common adjectives they might use to describe you i would i think they would say i'm pushy right uh impatient yeah willing to change the point of view interesting yeah what is it that truly drives you what makes you get up each day and come to a it's the same thing hard. which i told you i think during the break like the most important thing i think there is a massive opportunity for any founder or for me or at odan to big a big build build a big company which can have major impact in india how do you visualize this like in in i mean how do you think about it do you i think you know if i can in 5 years uh we have we can move to 4-5 million shopkeepers in this country uh regularly having a meaningful impact to their business to their lives to their uh and uh employees having that impact and uh, manufacturers and farmers feeling that they've grown their businesses shareholders at uran believing that they've great got it the risk they've paid for employees feeling good about they achieved i think that's what is what i imagine all founders most people go through ups and downs what you said earlier you're an introvert that there are some changes that you've brought about in yourself but what gets you through the down times ai take time typically i think uh i've learned to realize that it i take time so that has helped me uh that's very interesting can i just ask you what that means like, i take time and i've learned then i take yeah, time so means i think earlier you know i'm sure as i was growing up always there were kind of areas where you fail and then you like oh shit it has sort of impacted you and you've gone into a zone of 
you know, feeling low about it and sad and disappointed, frustrated, angry, all of those, right? And then I realized, I started looking at pattern that after maybe a week, 15 days, kind of that thing sort of went away. And some of the most thing which I thought was like, this is done. Nothing is there in my life anymore. After 15 days or 20 days, it was... So there was a sense of pattern. It takes time for me to sort of come out of things. And I've seen that. So I'm more comfortable being... I'm more... I've developed more comfort for being low. Because I know it's a, it's a kind of... I feel that it's a time. So you give yourself the time. time to get out of it. I think... Uh, what also has changed for me, uh, it's more personal, is like kids. Like I have two kids. One is 10 years, one is 6 years. You know, I what tend... What are the names? One is... Uh, the elder one is Kartike and the younger one is Siddharth. I feel, I feel that when I am down, I try to actively engage more with them. So it brings a little level of comfort with things, right? So that has helped a lot. Um... Third is, uh, I've, I've started talking more to people about kind of, you know, what happened, what, what's your sense. Earlier, I won't do that. So talking about it also has increased a little bit. I mean, colleagues, friends, family, yeah. everyone. Colleagues, friends, family, like all kind of. Was that a conscious process? I think it's sort of, I tried like uh, one of the things, uh, I did uh, was I, I got a coach. Right? An executive coach? Yeah. yeah. And uh, and he really helped me sort of the importance of being open about both the visibility of your thought process and kind of your 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 kind of what you're going through. And I, so he pushed me into it. I tried it. Kind of it felt good. And then sort of I worked through that. How, how long have you been working with a coach? Um, for almost a year and a half. Abhi recently, it's been less, but I think earlier, it was about a year and a half. How would you describe, I mean, most of the founders that I've met um, have talked about, like in, most recently before you, I met Anish Reddy of Capillary. He also talked about how he went through a really low phase and then his board asked him to work with a coach, which actually was one of the things that really helped him. How would you describe working with an executive coach? What are some of the things that it helped you with or opened you up to? I think it just gives you visibility depending upon the person for me. Um, um, I just got a lot more visibility about uh, kind of how different uh, CEOs or business leaders or founders, what kind of things they are doing, what are the different things people try. So you get a lot more idea generation. Hmm. Right? And and that kind of then you start thinking about what kind of what you want to pick out of it. Uh, yeah, I think that's the way. What's your philosophy about feedback? Both giving feedback as well as receiving feedback. It should be very frequent, uh, continuous. Uh, it should be 50-50. Like you should, like you have to build Unless, I think, I think that you have to ask more than you have to give. At least it has helped me. I don't know if it has helped Udan or not. 
uh, I do for now. By that means solicit more feedback yeah. for yourself than yeah. you're giving. I mean, like ask more people, ki yar, kya chal raha hai, kaisa lag raha hai, kya hua? Do you think I did well or not? Isme kya issue hai? Uh, what worked, what didn't work? I I believe, and it should be more sort of informal and more frequent than than more formal. That's kind of my style. What's the best time to give you feedback on something? Kabi bhi, I guess. I think people do that. People will say, "Ki yar, Vijay, aap us meeting mein kya bol rahe the? Matlab kyun aap ye drama kar rahe ho? You could have said this way. Mere team wale ko aise lag gaya." All right. And well, on, on on that question, what's the one line that your team or organization dreads hearing from you after a meeting or in a meeting? Oh, I think they all. Likely accept that whatever needs to be done, I'll ask for two x of that in half the time. So As of yesterday, and uh, so they're kind of in that zone of always like they're always a little bit. People are trying different ways of ki what statement I should say without committing something, and then hmm. that kind of thing. But isn't that hard? Because then, like you know, I mean, implicitly, this is a pattern that exists with most. CEOs and founders as well that there's a certain amount of padding because you know that you'll be pushed so then so it's in some ways it's like the bargaining thing where like the shopkeeper knows that like you know this is the price but I'm going to like inflate it so that I have space to reduce it I think it depends on the culture of the company and the people on the table I think to me uh if the people on the table uh and I've seen this in Flipkart as well as in Udan by the way these are the two I've been part of people on the table Nine out of the ten times, and nine out of the ten people own the company more than the founder. Once that mechanics happen, then this doesn't happen. So I think that's that's an important mechanics. Like they should be like, okay, I I'm here because of I my belief in Udan, not because I have a I have a relationship with VJ. What are some of your favorite mental models that you use often when it comes to either decision making or running the organization? Um, one definitely is depth and hyper realism. Like, what does that mean? Means like, don't like there is a tendency in conversation in problem solving, people using hypotheticals and anecdotes. That has a tendency. I don't believe. I push for. It's a thing we're trying to learn at Udan as well. Push for exactly the specifics for that particular thing, to the nth level of detail. What happened in this? Who did that? Who sent that email? If he clicked, somebody an inward executive clicked on a box. Why did he click on that box? What message he saw? Let's get the data of that invoice. What was print? What was physical? I think it's about just going very deep on with real facts, and getting a real view of reality. To me is. is very important for at least Udan's business. Uh so that's definitely one mental model I've gotten used to more and more and that leads to ki acha ye hua acha kisne kya bola tha kyun bola tha and us bande ne usse ko usi ko call karo we'll call them in the meeting itself ki acha aapke aapne ye bola tha kya hua tha kisne bola tha fir we'll call the driver so we are sitting as executive we'll start calling everybody we'll call the driver we'll call the customer we'll call the vendor we'll call the labor in that call itself we'll not take ye baad mein karenge abhi karenge iska feedback nahi we'll all and we'll call them and we'll ask them kya hua we'll patch them in the call immediately so to me that idea of just getting very sharp about reality and not letting it 
गो अच्छा कल बात करेंगे नहीं अभी करेंगे डू इट इन द नेक्स्ट टेन मिनट्स ट्वेंटी मिनट्स थर्टी मिनट्स हाफ एन आवर वन आवर मैक्स गेटिंग सो इम्पॉर्टेंट मुझे लगता है कि इट एक्चुअली एंड अप गिविंग यू द बेस्ट आंसर्स वरना क्या होता है कि आंसर्स की नुआंस मिस हो जाती है और हमारे बिजनेस में इट्स वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट इन आर बिजनेस टू गेट नुआंस इज राइट दैट्स माई लर्निंग इफ यू गेट द नुआंस इज राइट यू एक्चुअली बिल्ड द द रियल रियल द आंसर ऑफ दिस बिजनेस इज इन दैट लाइक पीपल से राइट रिटेल इज अबाउट डिटेल्स आई थिंक दैट्स द इंटूटिव अंडरस्टैंडिंग आई एम बिल्डिंग सो दैट्स वन बिग मेंटल मॉडल वे पुशिंग द सेकेंड बिग मेंटल मॉडल इज यू हैव टू इट आई गो आउट ऑफ माई वे टू हेल्प पीपल फील कम्फर्टेबल अबाउट बींग रॉन्ग right it cannot be uh, a stigma it cannot be and it's important that we do that in the company like mistake hui hai admit it admit it quickly figure out change it quickly rcas are seen as i'm trying to get rcas are seen as a good thing so rcas being root cause so, yeah, it's seen as a good thing it's like not the person not feeling defensive about we have to get that culture of so that's the second one um third is uh, uh patterns like when people use patterns for they chase uh this is something we talked about a lot as well in uran is that don't chase a solution chase a problem it's also come in mind ways like it has basic another way to say first principles like yes you have a lot of things you see in the world yes yahan pe ho raha hai yes yahan pe ho raha hai yes yahan pe ho raha hai ये पोटेंशियल एक आंसर है फिल्म से डिस्ट्रीब्यूशन ऐसे करते हैं अली बाबा ऐसे करता है चार कंपनियां ऐसे कर रही हैं राइट यू डू हैव बी अवेयर ऑफ पैटर्न्स बट यू हैव टू बी वेरी वेरी फर्स्ट प्रिंसिपल रिवन कैन नॉट गो विद द पैटर्न्स यू हैव टू बी वेरी एक्टिव सो सो यू आर रिड्यूसिंग द रिस्क दैट समन लुक्स एट अलॉट ऑफ सोल्यूशंस and tries to impose a solution They'll on a world where the problem doesn't the problem exist problem needs because i think that's the market we are trying to solve for is not like ki yaar amazon ne us mein solve hmm. kar diya ab aap you can just transpose yeah, a solution the market that. itself the problem is itself different um garan how do you decide i mean you said earlier that you know it's one of the transitions for you and for dan is like how to stick with some things projects etc for a longer period of time right but i think there is always this thing of it's when do you decide that this bet is enough and it's time and this is one of the trickiest decisions right like you know maybe you've done it for four quarters maybe you've done it for six quarters and maybe it's showing enough no one can ever know this perhaps if you stuck with it for two more quarters that would have been the period when it took off but perhaps maybe not so do you have a method to realize or do you have an approach as to when to say look this is enough now let's probably stop doing no, this no i or... don't think we have figured that out i think we are learning through that so i don't think i have a clarity on that things we some of the tactics we deploy is definitely we seek collective intelligence for almost everything i believe there are sort of four five six people either in or on outside who i believe have more depth about that topic have gone through the depth of that so those are the people you should talk to you can't talk to everybody for every decision so people who you respect ki ha yaar ye log is bare mein inhone thoda mehnat kiya inko samajh mein aata hai inse baat karte hain 
यू गेट देयर पॉइंट ऑफ व्यू सब तक कई बार तो क्लियर होता है डेटा में कई बार कन्विक्शन में क्लियर होता है कई बार वो नहीं होता तो यू टॉक टू अलॉट ऑफ पीपल एंड गेट देयर फीडबैक एंड सी कैंड ऑफ वट दैट इज यू कैंड ऑफ सीक पीपल ऑन वी हैव एक्सपर्ट्स यू कैंड ऑफ ब्रिंग समटाइम्स इफ इट इज डिपेंडिंग अपॉन वट इट इज यू ब्रिंग इन बोर्ड एज वेल इन टू इट एंड समटाइम्स यू जस्ट है कॉल एंड एट द एंड ऑफ द डे एज लॉन्ग एज यू कैन गेट Seven, eight out of ten, right? I think it's a good hit rate. Right. How do you learn? I think all different ways. You learn by seeing others. You learn by people sharing their point of views. You learn by asking questions. Learn I'll, by I'll, doing mistakes. I'll rephrase the question. How do you learn outside of the regular day-to-day? job of being ceo and founder where you're interacting with you consciously learning things which you might not be exposed to in your normal day to day life as a ceo i think bunch of my just given my personality or much natural to me is uh the people i'll come to respect for from various signals i'll come to respect them and i don't know them i'll reach out to them and i'll say let's i want to have a coffee or lunch talk to you about depending upon the context that's my m- most used approach to actually getting to know something which is outside what does a productive day in office look like for you that at the end of it you're like happy and wow that was a great day what might you have done that day different comes in different flavors uh uh the maybe most recently what was the day that i think so kai bar aisa lagta hai ki there times where you've been at a problem for a long while you've been iterating through and you've tried a lot of things and finally you see something which starts clicking and you see real validation of that that makes you very very and that feels that gives you a lot of energy and there times where uh there days where we've been now a lot of things we've seen by we putting a big execution machinery in the company usko kafi time se try karte hain aur uske baad jab lagta hai okay now you know this is working across we're getting the feedback you feel so when you achieve something which you've been working for a while or a problem you've been kind of iterating through you get something these are typically or Sometimes you meet also people in the company who will be like, "Ki yar, maza aa raha hai, Vijay," and that kind of just feels you. Ki haan yar, matlab there is you feel ki haan matlab kuch to mehnat ka kar rahein. Sometimes you feel we meet customers who will give you. I a lot of times I've seen vendors and customers just uplift us. Who will think, "Ki sir, bahut bada banega, bahut bada banega, sir, badiya kam kar rahe ho. Ye badi chiz hai. You meet customers, you meet vendors. Unko clarity ki ye bana banega." a lot of the stuff that you're saying about what gives you joy is also when you're i mean from your own words meeting employees meeting customers meeting vendors etc but yet you're also a introvert so how do you like you know how has this like you know how do you balance your natural introversion with the fact that as ceo and also as running a large b2b uh, eb2b business you got to constantly be meeting people does it stress you नहीं ऐसा नहीं है मतलब आई डोंट थिंक देर मुझे लगता है कि लाइक 
so yes i noodle a lot in my head but i'm also driven by my head also right abhi to mere dimag mein udan chal raha hai to uski wajah se bahut energy aati hai to uski wajah se that drives you ki are isse bhi baat karte hain usse bhi baat karte hain so i'm that energy is driving me right so matlab i don't think that kind of serves as a heaviness aata hai agar aap ye bolenge mere ghar wale mummy bolenge ki yaar us shaadi mein jana hai to phad jayegi यार उन चाचा के किसी लड़के की शादी है जाओ यार तो थोड़ी फटती है व्हाट आर यू पैरानोइड अबाउट मिसिंग द राइट आंसर क्योंकि मुझे पता है कि आंसर है बट वी डोंट गेट इट बट दैट्स आल्सो व्हाट ड्राइव्स यू I think my next question would have been that typically what do you believe will not change for the next 10 to 20 years I think you already gave that answer that there are things the digitization of the space that you're operating in is a longer trend which is playing out so you can certainly take that for granted is there anything else that you feel that for the next 10 to 20 years we can take this as a given and build for it in the context of businesses and business opportunity in India I think it's the if you look at it's it comes from the reality of the India. In the next ten years, the biggest movement in India is actually happening from four hundred five hundred million people will move from lower middle class or sort of kind of below the poverty or around poverty to lower lower middle class to actually middle class. That's the biggest movement in this country, right? Which is going to happen in terms of the size of in the next fifteen twenty years, right? What that means is that for at least fifteen years, the middle class of India is going to be the biggest opportunity, and solving for middle class of India through different ways. Either you create a product, or you create a platform, or you create a channel, or distribution, retail, offline, online. or you create a tech platform whatever you create but if your target is kind of that mass india middle india i think it's almost critical in india is to solve for cost if you don't have a cost advantage you will not be able to build a profitable business you have to be obsessive about cost advantage cost advantage doesn't mean being cheap cost advantage mean cost ad- as a business advantage so it's interesting so the days of you have a funds advantage are over now it's really the cost advantage so where you could say that you know a business will win the space because they have more funding and they can continue to burn more than others or capture more of the market are definitely over see i don't think i was associating with that means uh, i believe that that idea of in india startups and ecosystem has gone through a cycle and that's true by the way i'm not saying it's kind of it's a pattern where the the capital and the importance of the capital to win or the early scale i think there is far more richness about that thought process right i don't think it completely goes with certain products certain markets there is still a strategic value of scaling early because of the effects and network effects over there but what i'm broadly talking about is all businesses we want to become very big focusing on middle india they need to really think about if i'm designing my supply chain or if i'm designing my product if i'm designing my marketing 
anything I'm solving, how my at scale going to do it at a much lower cost than my competitors? Who are my competitors? What are they doing? And what is the cost? I believe is key to building big businesses in India. Good. Do you read books? Uh, not much. Largely because of the time function? No, no just like I've never been like growing up Got very it. fond of them. Uh, but I do, do watch do a lot of free time. I do watch a lot of sitcoms. That's something which kind of keeps me either you can say helps me sort of break off, engages me, I find enjoy. What are some of your favorite sitcoms? I, I love Seinfeld. I'll watch it again and again. Uh, I uh, I kind of watch, I think, Big Bang Theory for a while. I was a craze about that. Right. I'll watch The Friends. There are some of the Indian ones. Uh, I watch Jaban Samal Ke. Uh, so you kind of just repeat them over and right. over uh, again. Uh, yeah. Alright. Uh, outside of work, is it... Any kind of Everybody off. loves Raymond. Yeah. So I noticed that all of your choices are from the earlier era. I mean, these are all great series and I've rewatched Seinfeld many times as well. But they're like, you Zaban Samalke, I was surprised to hear that come up after so many years. I don't think many people will even know what Zaban Samalke is today. Just maybe like, so. I think I'm not, I, I, it's not about by deliberation, it's just maybe I've not seen some of the recent ones hmm. from, uh, so... Once I, no, I if I get something nice, like, uh, no, I, I, I like the new one, which is uh, the the Sheldon one is a new one, which I started watching. <laughs> Young Sheldon. Young Sheldon. So it's not like new right. versus old, but I think the sitcoms kind of just give me, I enjoy them, that's all. Outside of work, do you have any hobbies or interests that you've geeked out on recently? I travel a lot, uh, both for work or without work. Like, I think I like to travel a lot. Uh, and so I'll for work I will you know I tend to almost do two to three days every week I would go for travel like city customer vendor and it just gives me a lot of energy I just not I just like it right and uh, uh, if I go to cities mostly I'll go and visit a temple uh, I've seen that keeps me builds me a sense of connection with the place. Uh, uh, I travel a lot with my kids. I'll take them to different places. Okay. What has been your most recent favorite vacation? So, um, I took them to Chennai to watch the India-Australia World Cup match, the first one. So my kids are crazy about cricket. And I think that was that was one of the kind of really meaningful trip for all of us. Like they loved it. They saw the game going down. They were stressed. They were crying and then India won. They were happy and we traveled. It was it was amazing. How do you think you might be different as a person than you are as a professional? I don't think very different. I think for... So the people who know you in your personal life, we'll probably say the same there's thing. a very strong correlation with your... I think you get, maybe you get different because if, if you as a professional, you're working in a, in a professional setup where there was a culture of that setup and you stay 10, 15 years in that setup, so it changes you, 
and those kind of people in personal life may see you differently hmm. but kind of we, i've been working and i'm sure it's true for you like you've been working in your own culture as a startup so you kind of don't change that much what does personal time look like for you so kind of between me and my wife the way we do it is in the morning i oh, spend sorry, time what's your wife's name aditi so so what we do is in the morning i spend time with kids i'll kind of get them drop them to the school bus in the evening she will uh, uh, she's also working for another startup so we kind of manage our lives that way uh, on the weekends i'll spend a lot of time with kids mostly just they'll do their classes i take them swimming i'm taking swimming with them so kind of spend time with them mostly weekends tend to be with them so weekends and personal time is largely mm-hmm. family time yeah which morning of the week do you look forward to the most i'm very excited on mondays uh, i think because we like okay pichle hafte bahut sari cheeze kari thi we'll see sabka result kya hai right thanks a bunch bebof okay thank you i really appreciate having you this here. was fun thank you